Well, good day, everyone, and thanks for tuning into the 150th Open Championship post-review show, where, of course, Cameron Smith has brought it home for Australian golf. How good was it? I was in the mix on the 18th fairway for the closing ceremony to see Cam lift the claret jug. I'm not on the episode tonight. The guys have still got control of the ship and are doing a fabulous job, and I really do appreciate all of the work that they are putting into keeping the podcast coming down the pipe in my absence, I don't need to be there. The guys have got full control. They know about the golf that was played over the weekend at the Open. They watched a lot of it. I know they were up late digesting every shot that they could possibly keep their eyeballs skewered open for. I was on the ground, but the guys have got control. Thanks to the Rocket Man. Thanks to Magic Mike. Good luck with all your tipping. And uh, I'll touch base with everyone soon with a little bit of a diary note update. Thanks for tuning in to the 195th episode of the My Love of Golf podcast. A lot of great feedback from uh, some of the listeners overseas too, by the way. And I appreciate everyone that I bumped into that is a listener and everyone that I bumped into that is a new listener. And there was plenty of those. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy Magic Mike, the Rocket Man, as they steer the ship for the 150th post-review. And a little bit of an intro into uh, the next golf events. We've got the Senior Open in Scotland this week. We've got uh, the 3M. A lot of stuff still happening. Stay tuned. We'll see you soon. Welcome back to the My Love of Golf podcast. Again, leaderless, not rudderless. Our man Roscoe is on the ground. We'll talk a little bit about him. He's probably going to do his own stuff while he's over there in Oi, Scotland. Um, hopefully his dad doesn't tell me off for that really very poor accent. <laughs> uh, and so it's going to be really interesting to see what the, the great man produces while he's, while he's over there. Um, although I do feel like he cursed my man. You know, we might talk about Max a bit later, but that's all right. Uh, Magic, how are you? Good, mate. Do, do we, quick question for you without notice. Does this go up on YouTube? Uh, I, don't I don't know if Ross has been posting it. Well, just for everyone that didn't get to get, didn't get to see what I just got to see a little peek into Rocket's brain for a second. So Obviously, without Ross here, we need to figure out how to play the music because we're both, we don't push buttons. We just sit here and talk rubbish for an hour. So, Rocket's in charge of playing the music at the moment. So, we, we fluffed around and, and got it sorted. But to play the music, he just had to show on his screen just then the songs or the albums that are sitting in his iTunes music account. And so, there's a couple of albums there. And it was a very, very, very eclectic mix. It was Henry Rollins. Yep. It was the free bloody U2 album from a million years ago they loaded onto everybody's phones. It doesn't matter how many times you delete it, it comes back. And the 12th man was on there. Yeah, the box set. <laughs> the box set. It's like, honestly, and has Iron Maiden on there as well? Yes, that's correct. Flight 66. That I, is. I've got, the bo- I've got that and the movie. That is, honestly, one of the best collect- collections of albums I've seen in a long time. <laughs> That summed you up down to the ground, that's it. <laughs> um, mate, I'm good. Oh, it's, a, it's an answer in a very long way. I'm, I'm good. I, I was in bed last night at about, I said goodnight to, the, to 
Mrs. Magic Mike at about 8.45 p.m. And I was in bed at nine and I was out cold. And this morning when I woke up at about seven, I said to her, um, what time did you come to bed? She's like 10 minutes after you. <laughs> I'm like, do not remember. Uh, I, I really needed some sleep after that weekend. But good, well rested now, ready to go. Yeah, it was a it was a big week. I didn't get to watch as probably as much golf as as you did. I, I watched probably all the final round, but I had a I call it my week was quite interesting. I reckon I consumed the most of the Open Championship before it even started because I I found that the live from feed yes. on the range, which was effectively like six hours every day, two stints. It was like these three-hour stints and like I couldn't get enough of on the range. It was just, I think it started on Monday. I think it I might have been Monday. Monday or Tuesday. Whatever day you told me, I the next night, Elisa came home and I was watching it. No, I she think was it like, was oh, Monday because I remember golfer. watching it. It's like three nights. In, yeah, it was. It was three three we recorded Monday, yeah. He says, this is a golf started. And I said, no, no. She's like, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's just the driving range. And she's looked at me. She goes, you can watch this. I said, I'm loving it. She said, I'm going to go in the other room and watch TV. Well, and what made that what made that better is that they had a guy on the course roving around with the other players that were playing practice yeah. rounds. Like he had a bit of a, a whole thing with Rory, which was hilarious on 17. Yeah. Um, where he'd lost some money to Rory on that one. Um, and then he was just following different groups and then they'd yeah. go down to the that they'd um I don't know who the ladies were that were down on the range, yep. just interviewing different players. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they had a couple of other people. It was just, I, I loved it. Absolutely yeah. loved it. And I don't know if it was because it was the 150th and it's just yeah. the build up to it. I was, I was super addicted. That's the sort of stuff that is great because golf nerds love it. Mm-hmm. Like I love, I love seeing those guys just practice different shots and they had that shot tracker up. So uh, the tracer, so you could see what they were hitting and, um, yeah. How far that carry was, and I mean, when I turned it on, Rory was hitting driver. I mean, he, when I thought I didn't really didn't really hit that that well, and then the black guys, I was that's a pretty good carry for into the wind, and I'm like, oh wow, he really hit that. That's <laughs> <laughs> like that's like 50 meters past me on the fly into the wind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, yeah, I had that, and then then Friday morning, I watched a, a fair bit on Thursday night, but then obviously Friday morning flew down to flew down to Melbourne and. Um, I only caught highlights and stuff through 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 till sort of Sunday night when I got back. Yeah, yeah. and then and then I was because I'd had a lot of a few late nights. Um, I got to when Cam missed that one on nine. I was like, I'm too tired. Like, yeah, I'm thinking I'm going to pay for it if I try and stay up. Yep, yep. So I thought, Do you know, what? I'm just going to go to bed. And then wake up in the morning, and if it means I find out the result before watching the the replay, then that so be it. Yep. And yeah, it was really interesting to watch that that final nine. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was not not too dissimilar. Thursday, Arvo, I was at work, so I, at the office, so I didn't tune in until maybe six or seven p.m. and then watched through till maybe eleven. So pretty much the morning wave, I watched. And then um, Friday night, I went to the footy. Went to watch the Bulldogs Friday night. So by the time I got home, nice. I had a cup, maybe one or two cleansing beers. Um, it was a perfect time to sit in front of the TV till one o'clock in the morning watching golf, um, which was great. And then, yeah, I, I pretty much teed up my weekend to watch 
the leaders and then through to finish. So I got I went to bed Saturday night and Sunday night at about nine o'clock and set the alarm for midnight and watched from midnight to five thirty, uh, which was good. Uh, it was good having not just you know normally it's just you and the WhatsApp group that, that I can talk to. I had it because Cam Smith was in it. I had a few uh, a few other WhatsApp groups messaging me and. I was um, able to talk in the Discord. The Discord was good because there were people in there on and off. So that was good. I had other people just to converse with rather than my wife who was in better sleep, not really thinking about golf. She actually, this is how well she's used to me getting up for golf. On Monday morning, because I went back to bed at 5.30 in the morning, I got up because I had to go to work. So it was like, uh, you know, 7.30. And uh, she said, did you get up and watch your golf last night? I said, yeah, I was up from midnight till 5.30. She's like, where are you? She just didn't even, didn't even hear me get up. Uh, uh, uh. is a professional golf widow <laughs> <laughs> yes and for for any brand listeners out there we we do not do this as a full-time job and if you want to pay us to watch golf um you know mike's mike's open for uh, offers from yeah. callaway and i'm open for offers from from TaylorMade. that's exactly right so, we, we, we know we don't we, look honestly we'll take anything but they're, they're, our, they're our preferred choice to start with. <laughs> if it's ta- if it's tailor-made with a tai yeah. um, you know, and they're paying me to play golf we got we got a sponsorship from uh, gary oh, player gary players golf balls those ones that his yeah, son was holding exactly, up at the, exactly. at the masters and that's it exactly exactly um I, I don't know i think we probably have to start with cam and work our way backwards yeah um yeah we do it's it's um it's it's funny it's like it's it's the thing that's been brewing for a very long time you go all the way back to when he first um burst onto the scene where he finished t4 at 2015 us open at chambers bay and then a couple of years later he finishes second in the masters which one was that one well, I, I don't have to. I don't have to remember. I don't have your memory, so I've just got to. Oh, remember. sorry. <laughs> uh, 2015 US Open, he finished T4. That was his. That was his first major. Yeah. Um, his next result was 2015 PGA T25, which is a good result. Yep. T5 2018 Masters. Yes, that was the one where he was right in the mix. Yes. And then he kind of had that quiet spell till that COVID one. And this one I do remember, obviously, because it wasn't Yeah, this was the D- DJ and, um, and um, Sungjae. Yep. Yeah. It was T2 there. And then obviously had a very good tournament again this year, T3. 13th at the PGA. Missed the cut at the US Open. And then uh, gets the chocolates this week. Well, it's interesting, right? You think about even this year, it's like at each major... I was thinking about I was thinking about today. It's like each major, there was a certain part of his game that was kind of like on. He didn't quite have everything at the same time though. Yeah. Yeah. Like remember the Masters, he was kind of his, his short game was usually the thing that stands out, but it kind of fell it fell apart in over the weekend, especially yeah. the final round, right? The th- where you know you go back, we go back to the third hole. You know where normally he would be just just slice and dice and that one up close. He actually he blasted that one long, didn't he? Wait, um, at the Masters, the, yeah. Remember that the him and Scotty were right next to each other. Scheffler mm. fluffed it, and then um, I can't remember anymore. I watched too much golf. 
because I think it was one where Scheffler fluffed it. Yeah. And then Cam kind of pretty much bladed it and it was like long. Yeah. And then, no, Scheffler fluffed it, came back to his feet, then hold it. That's when Cam had yeah, his yeah, shot. And then I think he he's char- charged it long. And uh, did he three putt? I can't remember. But actually, no, I think he three putt. He made bogey. And he's, um, so it was a two shot swing on a hole where he thought it was going to go the other, the way. other way. Yeah, that does ring about. Be right. And then, then he's, you know, short game was sort of off. And then you were, you were heavy on him at the, I think you were heavy on him, fairly heavy on him at the PGA. Yes, I was. And then, and that was he's had his best ball striking week ever. I'm, I'm looking at the numbers now. Putter, still, I don't know how he putter, didn't win. His putter was ice cold. Of, and and of all things, after watching him this week, of all things to be cold, his putter. As, yeah, but as, even even when his putters, like his cold putter is still better than most other people's exactly. putters. Like it was, it was frozen. Like it was, it was. It's like yeah. someone had bent the shaft and he was putting yeah. with a. You know, they've turned the head around and it's putting with it backwards. I don't know. He, he he's only lost strokes putting three times this year. Jeez. Once was at Sony where he missed the cut, but that's the week after he'd won the century tournament and champion. So if he yep. wasn't hung over, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Uh one was RBC Heritage. He missed he lost 0. 0.6 of a shot putting. Yep. And then um PJ Championship. Oh sorry, PJ Championship. He finished T thirteen. He lost 0.85 of a stroke putting. To put that into context, this week he gained 2.86 strokes putting for the week. So yeah, you're bang on. Like if you look at his 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 tournaments this year, his majors, not his tournaments. He's third at the Masters. He's had picked up a shot putting. He's picked up two and a half approach, which is his his ball game. At the PGA, he's picked up two and a half an approach again, but he's lost. And party, and he's going to finish 13th. Didn't do anything well at the, the US Open and missed the cup. And then again this week, he was pretty much just better than the field across the board around the green approach and off the tee. But his putter, nearly three strokes, he's picked up on the field, which is, and yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Especially um, when you think about he's putting in the third round, where do you make a thing? Yeah, well, it's like we you start to look at that and you go, oh, it's happening again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's happening again. No, mate, when he when he hit that ball into the bunker, I can't remember 13. what hole, 13 off, yeah. The one where he's standing in it? When he's standing in the pot. Yeah, 13. That was, that was never the shot. Never. No, never, no. ever. And, and they were saying it, the commentators are saying it. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a professional golfer, but I was saying, looking at it going, Jeez, he's got a lot. Of, he's not even remotely thinking about doing anything other than this. he must have a really, he must have a great lie because I, 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 no one's seen this. And, I, and then he took a swing at it and they're like, oh no, this could be a big number. Yeah. And I thought, and to be honest, that, that was when I thought the tournament was over. And that, um, was, on, that was on the Saturday. I think they talked about this on one of the 75 hour episodes of of um, no laying up. She's had some long ones this week. Um, oh, the um, post rounds. Yeah, the post yeah. rounds one. She's that long. Uh, quite funny, um, yeah, but long. Two hours. But the thing they made the point of, and I'd never really sort of thought about it, is that potentially, you know, the, the shot on 13 is sort of emblematic of, it's almost a little bit Phil Mickelson, right? Because if you, th- 
And if I think about it, you know, you had a bit of head wobble back in my day. Um, <laughs> one, of my, one of my actual strong suits was my around the greens and putting. I, I kind of had this unshaking faith in my ability to get it up and down if I'm in put it doesn't matter if I'm short side, long side, whatever it doesn't matter. And you think about his short game and his putting, like it is, it is probably heads and shoulders above most people on the planet. There's there, there would only be a couple that could compete with him in that, in that space at the moment. And I reckon he, that gives him license to go for pins and shots that he would not normally get people probably wouldn't actually have a crack at. Yeah. And that meant that would also potentially help him with his ability to make more putts, right? Cause he's getting, getting it closer more often and stuff like that. And he realizes that if I miss the green, I'm actually, I just need to get this thing within 10 feet. Yeah. And, and not picking on Tron from no laying up, but I'm going to pick on him. Um, if you ask a lot of people from the States, the common theme is that it's because um, Cam grew up on those hard and fast, um, Australian golf courses. Oh, I heard that so much. <laughs> He's a Queenslander. There's no hard and fast golf courses in Queensland unless it's out in like Bow Desert or like out in Winton or something yeah. like that playing on the red dirt. I said to a uh, to friend of the podcast, Matt Molika, who's mates with the boys, I said, uh, you need you need to get him to do a tour of source on the Gold Coast and then they can go and see what hard and fast golf courses are like in Queensland. Yeah. <laughs> it's not get quite the same as a sandbox. Get out to... Hope Island, you know, yep. a bit of RACV Royal Pines or something yeah. like that. Or Maddie said they could do um, the Murray, either, either or <laughs> something. That, yeah, no, it's a, it, it is tricky because I know that everyone thinks Australia, they think of, you know, Royal Melbourne. So they think that's what every course is like. And gee, it'd be great if it was, but it's just not that way. It's, no. I, mean, I always say it's the same as the difference between playing Florida golf and California golf or New York golf. It's, it's all completely different. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, he's, his imagination is amazing. His ability and confidence with those wedges and, and around the green is, is exceptional. It's a strength, um, whether it doesn't matter where he grew up, it, it's an absolute strength and it's, it's just a pleasure to watch. Um, you know, some of the shots that he hits, like you said, you just sit there and you, the ability for him to hit them is one thing, but then no matter where he ends up on the green, like I, I don't think I felt like he was going to miss a putt. Like, imagine you had that skill. Imagine. Forget forget how you hit it off the tee. His irons into greens are exceptional, but even when he misses, he gets up and down out of in inside of a phone box and then makes putts from everywhere. Yep. God, that'd yep. be unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah, when you're on, you're on. Um, yeah. but he's like on all the time. Um, he is. He's number two in the world now, as of today. So for me, I don't know where to start because that's what we're it's nine years since our last major winner. Yeah, so that's someone asked me that. No, oh, sorry, Jason Day. So what I was thinking. It's seven. J Day 2015 PGA. So yeah. and you know, we've had lots of close calls. Yep. And it is I don't know. I, I still I still think of that. I still think of that back nine because, um, you know, as I said, as soon as he pissed, pissed, missed the putt, I went backwards of the words, <laughs> missed the putt on nine, I went to bed. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, he's blown his chance. 
because he did he did the thing that I said, you know, everyone was thinking it was going to be that two horse race with Rory and and Victor the Viking. Yeah. And you know, as I said in the Discord channel, just you know, the the two cams, if they can yep. get through that get through number five at two under, yep. Um, you know, it, you're off mix. to a good start. Really yep. good start. And nah. and then yeah, when he missed that one on nine, I was like, oh no. I don't know if I could stomach this because because Rory, he I'm trying to think. Rory got to 17, I think, by that stage, and Cam was at 14. Yeah, and still it's three back. And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know. I I think that might have rattled Cam. So then I go to bed, wake up in the morning, see the result. It's like, oh my god. (laughs) No, well, we said it, and the same thing in the Discord. I mean, we said we assume that either Rory or um, Vic are going to get to 19. So for a playoff, these guys are going to have to go five under minimum. Yep. 600 to win it. And I didn't think one would shoot five under and one would shoot six under. I know we'll get to my boy, the other Cameron, soon. Sorry, eight. Um, But looking at that five-hole stretch, yep, like, the one on the chip, actually, was it 10, the chip shot? I've got them in front of me because it has blended into my brain and it was a long time ago. It's all of two days ago. Um, I can't remember if 10 was the one where he putted or chipped. No, 10, 10, or 12. 10 was the one that he drove up close to the green. Yeah, because that right pin was tucked left. Yeah, yeah. And he just got it up and on and then made, made the putt, but the putt was five feet. Yeah. That was fine. That was one of those ones that when he made it, you were like, yep, that was a bit like the bit like nine where you expected him to make it, but he didn't make nine, but he made 10. Um, 11 was as soon as he hit it into 11. Um, I, I sent a message to either your group, our group or the other group. And I said, he makes this 16 for he make, like I, I, he is going to make this. I just have this looking at it. Everything about it told me he makes this. And then when he put it in the middle, I was like, all right, okay. I'll get a little, little tingly here. Might be a chance. But the thing is, though, people don't, I don't know if they, anyone really understands. You got that 11th and they've put it in that back, in that back little tier. Yeah. And so if you're a bit short, you're going to have a 35 plus footer. Yeah. The only way that you're going to have a legit birdie chance is actually getting it back up on that tier. But if you go a little long, yeah. And the course is playing firm and fast, you go a little long. You are you're in bogey potential double territory because oh, it's just it's you're not dead. getting you're not going to chip it from down there up onto that tier. No, nah. no. Nah, nah and chance. then so the shot that he hit, like in the circumstances, mm. and then was one one of the shots of the tournament. But then then to drain it as well, like yeah. Oh, even though I was watching it, it's like it's funny. I almost like forgot that he. And I was like, yeah. oh yeah, come on, Cam. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, do you remember um remember the there was a pinball game arcade game called NBA Jam? From the yes. any anyone who was in played grew up sort of through the nineties. There's a bit where when your player was going really well, it would play he's heating up and it was like they played yeah, 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 that, yeah. that's what it was in. He was heating up at that yeah, point yeah, right yeah. there. It, the the screen and everything around him started to get flames because it was like right. This is this is going to be on, and then he just went on the run. kept kept the run going. Yeah, 
Ten next was twelve. What did he do? Twelve was a tee shot. Was that the one he had to chip up? shot again. He put right up on the right up on the um, bottom of the green. That was one that had the tee. So I say again, you sort of had the swale. Oh yeah, 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 and yeah. There's the room for error to try and get that one close is not. No, is not a lot. The the gain, the, the putt that he had. So he had an 11-foot putt. He had a 60, 62 feet in and hit it to 11 feet. And again, it was one of those ones where you thought, you can't leave it short because it'll literally roll back to his toes. Yep. But if he bites a bit too much off here, this could keep rolling, you know, yep. 30 feet past. And he hit it He hit it to the right point um, for depth, but he was just wider. Cool, no worries. And he's got 11 feet and you think, yep. And then he made that. I was like, okay, <laughs> this is getting silly. And then, then, a, he's, then he's nemesis hole. 13. How good was a shot into 13? He shot into 13 oh. was a ripper. What did he hit it to? He hit it to 18 feet. It's a, um, yes, I think that pin was, oh, I'm trying to remember. Right, holes, I think. right side. Yeah. A right side. I'm going, I'm going, my memory's terrible. Um, so he's in on the right side, but again, go a little bit further there. You're in the bunkers. You, 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 there's, there was no room to move. And, and it was funny. One of the things that I sort of noticed over the tournament was how they had to calculate run out, you know? Yeah. So day one, it was like, right, we're going to go on, we're going to go tee off here. And we know that when we hit it, it's going to run out 45 feet or it's going to run out hundred feet or it's going to run out 90 feet. But then the next day I was like, right, we're going to get a sprinkling of rain. Things are a little bit softer. And things are only running at half of that. And then hitting into greens, it was the same. It was like, right, I need to bounce this before the green. It's going to run on. This is how the calculations these guys are doing over on the top of the normal caddy stuff is unbelievable on a course like this, baked out yeah. like this. Yeah, well, it's like, and are you going to land it in the right spot and you're not going to land Definitely. into the upslope or you're going to land it too far on a downslope yep. or down in the flat, you know, et cetera, et cetera. How many times did they, I mean, some of the shots that they were playing and knowing, you know, there was a point where they, they were, I don't remember who it was. It was someone was talking on the commentary about why they kept ending up in the rough. I might've been on Twitter and I was saying, well, because normally the ball can't run that far. Like the yeah. ball doesn't run to there. That's why the balls keep going in the rough because normally something will pull it out. Well, you know, the, the, the fair way. just run out of steam. Yeah. Whereas not, there's nothing there to stop it. So it just keeps running until it hits something that's going to stop it. So yeah, that was, um, that was pretty pretty interesting to watch all week. Um, 14, par five. I was nervous off the tee. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it only just missed. Actually, oh. even on 13, it just, it just ran past the fairway bunkers. Oh, and then pots. 14, it was just ran, ran past the fairway bunkers. And they're not, they're not pots. You know, like, I know everyone, everyone's watched it. So we're telling people stuff that they already know. But as you saw... You just can't. How many times did I see Victor Hovland hit a ball that ended up in absolute coffin? Like it was nothing. It was nowhere to go. He's hitting out sideways. I saw him hit out, literally chip out sideways at least four times this week. Sideways. Nowhere remember, to go. Remember the first round where he uh, was like on the fifth hole. He went, no, fifth hole? Fourth hole. Fourth hole. He went long. Yes. And he had to yes. go basically almost like backwards. Sideways. Yeah. And he's not a great chipper. Like for no. him... <laughs> Even in that sand, you'd be thinking, God, don't thin this. You're gonna end up could end up anywhere. I think he ended up in the in the rough. He hit it a bit, he hit it a bit thin, but um Oh, and yeah. there was the one that he took a penalty as well. I'm surprised more players, we should ask um thing up, but I'm surprised more players didn't just take unplayables because so many guys are up against a lip 
and were trying to basically hit one out sideways. Whereas if they'd taken an unplayable, at least you can have a fair shot at where you want to go to rather than put yourself in the chance of going, having more more of a chance of, you know, putting it back in the, putting lip, back in the lip or hitting it out into the rough or, I don't know. I, I, maybe I just didn't, a bit of pride in it. I'm not sure. Maybe there's a ruling that I'm, that I'm not across. Um, now, that's my background for anyone who this is, this is on YouTube. So, Rocket, when you, when you, even though you knew he won, how much did you know about 17 and how he played it before you got there? Actually, before we get to 17, yeah. the shot that he played from the back of the ground, 14, here's the one yep. thing I love is that that was the first time they showed a camera angle from behind the green. Yeah. And you, because here's the thing, you see the normal shot, you go, the ball runs off and you think, yeah. oh, he's just, he's just, you know, putting it. Yeah. Nah, he's putting it up a hill. Yeah, with up the hill, yeah. And 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 then so you got to judge it up there. Yeah. And then all the way down, and you That's don't a, want it to go too far. No, exactly. You go back off the back front. Back off the front, exactly. And you saw where he hit it to. He, he He's, because he was putting so well, and the commentators were, I won't say that they weren't nervous for him, but I think if it was any other player, they would have been like, "Well, oh, this is this could go anywhere." But for him, they kind of were convinced he was going to hit some sort of good putt. Probably not that good. Um, what did he hit it to? He hit it to five feet. That's that's pretty impressive. Five feet from twenty nine yards. It was funny because like I was watching it, and it's like you see it roll over the back, and you go, "Oh, that's in a really pretty good spot." Yeah. Then you get back and have the actual camera angle. First yeah. time I've ever seen camera angle from the back of fourteen, and I'm like, "Oh, oh, yeah. crap." And that's not you know, easy. No, and in a normal PGA tour event, the 60 degree comes out, you just have a little clip, all of a sudden, two hops yeah. and zip. Right. <laughs> we're next to the hole. Done. No, no, no. You're not doing that this week. No. That was impressive, Shoddy. I had forgotten about that. But um, yeah, the one that probably most people saw at least the stills off if they didn't get to watch it was 17. Um Great drive, really, really good drive, really impressive drive. Him and um, Ken Young, both, both very good drives. A lot of players, even Rory, I think he ended up in a reasonable spot on eight, on seventeen on, on the final round. But they were hitting big carved um, fades into the wind and trying to keep it there. Whereas the pros pro was straight over the corner, um, or even a little bit further right than where you would have thought. Just having that breeze bring it back in. Um, and that, that, that was still a good just shot. have the have the stones to basically just hit it down the out of bounds line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the, the, obviously the where he ended up wasn't perfect, but it wasn't bad. But um, yeah, didn't didn't get it, didn't hit it, didn't get it. Obviously, the line was pretty. Um, was definitely going straight at it. But um, yeah, to end up front of the green on that bunker, it was again probably the point where I was like, oh, this is over. <laughs> He's, he's not getting up and down. Rory's going to make another birdie back there and it's just going to be done. Is that what were you thinking when you're watching it? When he hit the shot and I'm thinking, when I saw it coming in, I'm thinking it's going to bounce and bound up. But obviously yep. he's either not, he's either one club shy or he didn't strike it well enough. Yeah. One of the two. Because I reckon all he was trying to do was just get it onto that that front edge, that front, front right. corner. Yeah. And just try and forty-five foot two putt from there. Yep. Then coming up short, and then you know 
takes a little sharp turn left down to that yeah. front and you just, and you just like going, how in God's name is he going to get it up and down from there? I, I actually thought, honestly, we're not, because when, when you, when I was watching it, they're obviously showing from back down the fairway from behind the green. And I honestly thought, Oh, I don't know if he can get it wedge up quick enough to, and then get it to stop. And is he going to chip over to the left? Is he going to chip over to the right? I actually never thought he was going to get putter out until he had putter out. But it was, it was a right, it was a right shot. But yeah, it was a, like yeah, you described it well before we uh, before we raise a thin. Yeah. I don't think again. You know, everyone if they go back and watch it again, like when he had putter out, I'm like, and he, you could see that where he was looking. It's the the the, the margin for error is so small. Yeah, like um, probably most other other people would probably play a little bit further to the right and putt it up so they've yep. got like a 35 footer he's effectively going i'm going for this one putting just complete you know it's the you've got to play a shot to try and win a tournament mm. and this is where he's at yep. so you've got road hole bunker it's basically everything is funneled towards the sands of nakajima <laughs> and he's hitting it and he's hitting it across the that that almost like a velodrome yeah. um and to slingshot it up to be to get the closest you can to the flag as humanly possible, yeah. and it's two things. If it doesn't have enough pace, it basically just loops like a pinball, and mm. he's in the bunker and yep. tournament over, dead. Yeah, because yep. it would probably sling around and be in some back corner or something. Uh, absolutely, he's dead. Or hits it too hard and do, 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 potential yeah. to you know roll it onto the road. But no, Cam and Cam style hits the perfect putt, perfect speed, finishes pin high, what, 12 feet away? It wouldn't be much more. I mean, it, it, it was one of those ones that, oh, they're saying 10 feet on here. I reckon it was closer to 12. But I, I it was one of those putts that you were like, good, you've given yourself a chance, right? At worst, you're making bogey here. Cool, we move on. Um, but that was nails. Both putts, both putt off the green and, and that putt on the green were nails. Trains that. And then, yep. you know, well, 18, the 18 was weird because he'd laid up every day. So he'd laid up every day off 18 to a number. Um, and I didn't know what he was going to do. Now, at that point, he was... I didn't know he laid up every day. Yeah, I'm sure he definitely hit... He hit either iron or three, wood. I'm sure. Might have even been high, but I'm not sure. But he didn't hit driver, I don't think, any day. Um, and I thought, I don't know if he's going to hit driver here. I thought he's going to just hit back to a number again and chip on. And then he had the lumber out. And I was like, oh, okay. He's, he's feeling it. But I think that he felt he wanted one more birdie to make make sure of it um, and go from there. And, and again, pin on the left-hand side, he blasts it up the right-hand side. Yeah. That's the other thing as well. He blasted up the right-hand side to get it to run in. I'm going to pull up his scores now just to make sure. Did he putt from the front again or he chip? Uh, I think you putted again. Yeah. Now, sorry, I'm going to be correcting myself here. Um, so first shot, he for day one he hit driver. So day one he definitely hit driver on 18. Um, because he hit it 364 yards to the back of the green, and then he two putted for birdie. Round two. Have I'm not wrong every day. I'm sure I'm not. No, he laid up. 
So day two, he hit his drive 250 yards, left himself 92 yards. Day three, he made par. He laid up again. He hit uh, 296, left himself 52 yards. Bit of a weird one, but way back. You know, don't think it was that far into the wind, but that certainly wasn't driver. And yeah, the final day, he um, had driver out again. So final day, he hit the ball all off the tee. Yeah. Front of the green, 327 yards. So 327 yards, the front, front right, put it up again, not unlike 17, used that swale to slingshot it up around to the left a little bit, gave himself a chance, you know, that that two-foot uh, two foot putt for birdie, thinking no worries. And then old Cam Young just says, whoa, whoa, we're not over yet, buddy. Let me just, let me put a little bit of power onto that How good was putt. that? <laughs> How good was that? It was like, I wasn't nervous for him. Like I thought, right, Rory needs to make eagle here. I'm not even thinking of Cam Young. Yeah. And then he knocks in Eagle and I'm like, hang on a minute. Now Cam's got two putt, two, a two-foot putt here for the win and if he misses it, it's a playoff. I'm like, I wasn't expecting that 10 seconds ago. Yeah, well, because then if he, you know, I reckon, oh, we're not going to do the what ifs because there's no point. Um, yeah. And there we go. We've got our... Well, we've got do a, what if. Do the what if. So playoff is 1, 2, 17, 18. That's what they would have played. Yeah, so the what if would be is if he didn't get the, his first part up there close enough and yeah. he's in missed distance. Yeah. And then he misses it. Potentially Rory birdies the last as well. So all of a sudden it's a playoff. Well, yeah. Well, did Rory could need be, to make eagle? No, nah, eagle to tie. Eagle to tie. That's right. Right, right, that's right. So if so, he makes birdie. So all of a sudden he's not. If he only makes birdie, he's not pressing as hard, right? He's, no, correct. He, you know, so let's say... So you got three-man playoff. Three-man playoff. you got the Cameron zone and you've yep. got Rory. And, and Rory. You go one, two, one, 17, two, 18. 18. I actually still reckon... I think Cam would have won. Yeah, I, think, I, think I think at the end of the day, the separator on the was, was, was the putter. And, yeah. and, and he had the putter on, on side. Yes. Um, now, where do you do you want to start at the notables down the bottom and make our way back to the top, or do you want to start at the top and go down? Oh, we won't go for everybody. I'll give you some names and you give me your feelings. <laughs> give me your vibes. We'll start with start with the two boys that finished second and third. So we'll start with Cam Young. Unbelievable. I'm so impressed with that young man. He's yeah. sure he hasn't doesn't have much of a personality, but don't care. Probably and I feel it. I feel vindicated again that the uh, the rocket stable of talent is uh, <laughs> is a, is a nice full bag. So any um, golfing managers out there that would like Mike and I to be full time sort of talent spotters, just um, you know, just sling us some shekels and we can do the work for you. I'll tell you what, if I ever get reincarnated, I don't want to come back as one of his golf balls because he oh absolutely beats the living hell out of it. Oh, he my God. Hits he the ball absolutely murders it. Murders yeah. it. And and, he, and, and and sorry to interrupt. No. And he's a bit like, he's like the longer version of Colin, probably not the same as an iron player. Yeah. But again, it's the putter. It's like if he gets a bit streaky with a putter, yeah. he's no. gone. He, he, he beats the hell out of the ball. He takes driver everywhere that he can. 
I think the no laying up boys might have been DJ or someone. Someone said it. He's the Matthew Wolf, what they expected Matthew Wolf to be, but yes, it never was. Yes, he's, he's just um, he's a brute. Um, but yeah, he's got a, he's got a future. And you think he finished second? He made he made double on nine. He did, he made bogey on nine. Yeah, no, and then he got last. What hold did what hold did he make double on? Um, not on. Day one, he made, uh, day four, he made bogey on one and bogey in the on last one. round. He there's a holy doubled. Uh, no, it's not showing me that. They're Isn't not saying that's wrong. No, oh. not on day, not on day four. Sure, he doubled sixteen on day three. Yeah, I remember that. He made a double. That was the only double I think he made in those two days. Oh no, it might have been just that bogey on nine. Day one, he shot eight under. Oh, that's oh yeah, I remember nine. He hooked, that's right. He's hooked it very. He's taken. I think he was taken iron off the team. Hooked it way left. He's a uh, yeah. He's a big, big unit. He's a big boy. But no, he's got a future, and he's going to win. He win very soon. Here we go. T three PGA, and he's second. Second here. Yeah. No, he. Uh, yeah, it was just impressive golf. And I think it was good for him to have that little spell. Um, I don't have his I don't have his exact results up here, but I'll try and find him. Quickly. I think he was but featuring in the lake. He was featuring in the lake. He was number fourteen or fifteen, um, and he always features in round one leader. But he did not this week. I don't know why, but he didn't. Um, I think it was good he had a little spell. So he finished. He had that run. I'm looking at his data now, right? So he's third at the Heritage. Second, Wells Fargo. Third at the PGA. And he was red hot at that point. 60th at the Memorial. Missed the cut at the Genesis and the US Open. But really, that's some pretty sparse play right there. Yeah. And he's second this week. So he's going to go through to the, obviously, in some good form into the, the playoffs. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked to see him pinch a tournament before the end of the year. No, it'd be good to see the man win. Pun not um, intended. No, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Um, now, Rory. A lot of people bagged Rory. A lot of people have said, you know, non-winner and, you know, just let that one go. But, oh, look, he just couldn't make a part. We've all been there. Just picked a really bad day to not be able to make a part. Yeah, but I think the no laying up guys hit it on the money, though. They said he was really – and you could see it in the first four holes. He was, he was playing conservative, trying not to lose it. But at the same time, he wasn't – there were certain times where he just wasn't taking things on. Yeah. Some of his shot selection was a little bit questionable. Yeah. I think the commentator said it in the, in the, um, in the call, I think it was. So he, he was playing what I think I'm sure they described it as like a tiger mentality of right. Let him, let him beat you. Don't, don't give it away. And you're right. He was doing what he needed to do and he was playing good golf. He just couldn't make a putt. Like nothing was, nothing was going in. I'm going to try and pull up his, his, but he was not. Stance, but yeah. the thing is, though, he was having like 18, 20 footers all the time. It's really hard to make. It's really hard to make 18, 20 footers all day long. They shaved yeah. the edge a lot. Yeah. Shaved the edge a lot. But he didn't. He gave himself lots of looks, but they weren't great looks versus Cam. Yeah. No, no, that's he, fair. That's fair. Definitely. So uh-huh. that's the thing, right? So, yeah, he played a tiger round. But the, the, the problem was that when the hammer needed to go down, um, 
it didn't go down. No, you're right. You're right. They weren't they weren't six footers, but there was a handful of parts. Let's say five or six parts that either ended up. There's that really long one that was looked like it was in the heart the whole way and stops an inch short. But there would have been three or four other parts that, that literally lipped out. Um, he makes probably one of those, and he needs only birdie at the last to to get into the playoff. Well, it's like how he played. I'm looking at how he played. See, nine and twelve, nine, twelve, and fourteen. Like, yeah, that was that was bad. What did he do? So twelve, yeah. So he put himself in the perfect position on all of those holes, except for fourteen. He should have. I was still surprised with the two iron. I thought he would take five wood or whatever it was and try and smoke it over the back because being at the front and short is tough with that yeah. pin. But you look at that, you think if you think about it, he finished 18 and he did nothing early. The first four holes he did nothing. Um, and then don't birdie nine, don't birdie twelve, don't birdie birdie fourteen. No. But and and you could put 18 to this. You could say, well, normal in normal conditions, he probably birdies 18. So there's four he's left out there. Yeah. No, oh, look, he's so instead of being two losing by two, yeah, he should win by two. Well, he 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 had to get. We said it before the tournament started. Before the final round started, he had to get the 19, and he's gone. He's finished at 18. He's had one birdie on the front, one birdie on the back. So that's not going to get it done, and it didn't. Um, but yeah, not um. Yeah. Not, 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 uh, not from any sort of thing other than really just missing a handful of parts. Yeah, for all the Rory fans, I'm a shark fan. Get over it. <laughs> um, how long, how long, how long is it going to take Victor Hovland to get over it? Or was he, or was he lucky to be in that position to start with? Nah, he's lucky. Yeah, oh, the data lake, the the data lake is 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 telling, and it is still undefeated. Yeah. Because he was going against the Data Lake and the he Data was. Lake waves crashed over him and he died a true Viking death. Yeah. <laughs> he probably did the opposite of um Cam. So Cam in that round three had a poor, poor day with the putter, didn't make anything. But R- Law of Averages says it comes good. Whereas Vic had a really good first three days around the green for a bloke who can't chip to save his life. And then it all came home the roost on that final yeah. round. He Dada just Lake he just didn't didn't get anything right. And look, to be honest, like we said before, he gave away so many so many um, shots binding up in some bunkers where he just couldn't get out of. Um, to over final round, um, yeah, don't know. I think I don't. I hate to say it's a learning experience for him, but it really is. He he he's an exceptional golfer, and he's going to win many 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 times. Um, but yeah, the, the final round was you know was not ideal. I didn't think he. I didn't think he'd finish over par on that course in those conditions. No, it's definitely, definitely just short game. If and here's the thing: the rest of his game is so good. Yeah. If he can just be good with his short game, like just serviceable. Yeah. Um. Then Absolutely. You know he's going to be fine. He's going to yeah. be fine. Hundred percent. What is he? He'd be still only like twenty. Twenty. Three, maybe twenty-four. Max. No, be like, no younger. No, might be younger because he was. I think he only did two years of college when he came out. Because Matty Wolf was nineteen. I think he was twenty, twenty-one. Because because uh, Colin was twenty-three, so Victor was in between them. He is coming up now. Please hold. So I think he's twenty-three. Twenty-four. Five ten. Five oh, ten. Okay. There you go. Five ten's not big. No, he's not. One hundred sixty-five pounds. Don't know. Oh, hang on. Don't know what that is. Seventy-five kilos. Um. Yeah. No. Number nine in the world. Yeah. I think you'll be okay. 
Um, now we're just going to flick through a couple of names. I don't want to go through everybody. Tommy Fleetwood, interesting. Top four, T4, European, five under final round. European Ricky Fowler. Yeah. We'll come to a bit more news about him very soon. Um, now, the boys, the boys from Live, T6 and T8, DJ and Bryson. We didn't get to see much Bryson. They didn't really show a lot of him on the uh, coverage, but thank goodness. He 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 played his he played the game that he that he t- says he's going to play. Um, it's yeah, but he shot he shot six under in the final round to fin- you know, yeah. It's like a finish twelve. Finish twelve. <laughs> he 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 needs the conditions. The conditions in a final round were just easy. No, I won't say easy. Shouldn't say easy. If it was a little bit windy, but here's yeah. the thing: so those conditions, those firm and fast. There's certain holes where it probably helps him because he's just yeah. blasting away and things like yeah. that. Um, and he's probably putting more than 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 anything else from a chipping perspective. So yeah. the things that he's probably not good at kind of mask those a little bit. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's just up and down and hot. So yeah, I call it his 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 um finish is a, a Rory style one. I'm trying to find the uh the hole that he um it was ridiculous. He drove it into the bunker in front of the green, and it was it was a huge, it was enormous, enormous shot. Uh, what hole was it? They were showing him the final day, so it must have been a Not whatever seven. it was. So what seven did you say? Oh no, that was short. He drove that on day one. He drove. He drove this. He drove this ball like he, he had the the driver out. No one else was going for the green, and he ended up. Um, he ended up in the massive bunker in front of the green, and it like literally nearly went in on the fly. It was enormous. I can't figure out what hole it was now. <laughs> yeah, look, he he's got his he's got his route to market, and that's it. that's the way he's going to roll. But you know, to be honest, we're not going to see him. He's going to play in Trump Bed Mister Minster next week, and but we won't be seeing him in the um, playoffs. And who knows what's going to happen in the next six months where he's going to play. Hmm. Um, Paddy Cantlay, who he nearly took, also finished twelfth. Uh, Never ever gave it a shake. As um. Long-time listener, zero-time, oh, no, one-time caller, Pultz, um, <laughs> called him, uh, messaged me this morning and said, uh, yeah, he's got no, absolutely no vibe at all. As oh, no, he's, he's, you know. He's, he's doesn't, uh, he, yeah, there's something about him that, yeah, I don't know. He could quickly become one of the most boring players on planet Earth. You may be calm, he is. Well, you know what I mean. It's one of those ones where it's one of those ones where for a guy who's going to win, I mean, he's won so many tournaments, you would think that they'd have a bit of a personality about him. But I, I'm talking long term, he could be, yeah, known as a like, how would you put as a sponsor? What would you go and say, you know what? I really want to give that bloke some money. He represents my brand. I wouldn't. Maybe a computer. Maybe whoever Dell. whoever his sponsors are, Dell laptops. They should, if they want to get viewership and yeah. some personality. Like, there's a couple of people here that like to watch, <laughs> would like to watch golf. Paid to watch golf. I happily do that. Um, Spieth was good without ever threatening. He, um, looks, he looks like he's got a he's a recovering drug addict. He is twitchy as with a putter. <laughs> No, everything. I just generally. like I know Isn't he has like these like little ticks, but yeah, he looked like he was like a 
he's coming off a bit like jumpy. He's trying to. He's like he's addicted to crack, and well, he might have had a lot of coffees. But he's 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 like he's like this one. Like it was even worse, yeah. and even over his shots, like he was making he made Keegan Bradley look like a statue. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He, he scares me like this. Whatever's going on in his brain, it's like it's it's a jumbled mess. It's um, yeah, it's a bit like when Billy Ho shuffles into a pup. It's a bit, it's a bit weird. Um, four Aussies all finished T twenty one or better. Herbie T fifteen, Anthony Quayle great result at T fifteen, Adam Scott T fifteen, and Min Lee T twenty one. All really really solid weeks from all of them. All probably were probably targeting a top 10 and, and all had great weeks, which is, which is really good to see. Yeah. I think it was the, for most, you know, so for Herbie and, and I think Adam, yeah, they're kind of those, the third rounds were just the, the things that sort of, you know, killed them. Right? It's like the, you know, so you look at Herbie and Herbie and Min were the shot one over in the third round Yeah, when, when, you know, if you're trying to if you're trying to put yourself in a position, you should be trying to be shooting 68. So if you go, what did they finish? He's yeah. 15. Well, both, Herbie's 10. If, 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 if he finishes two under instead of one over, he's T6 and yeah. automatic for next year. Yeah. Yeah. Or puts himself in a position where, you know, does he get a bit of a sniff and, and wind up like a, like a top and an unleash and yep. do a do a semi Cam Smith, right? Because yep. I could see Herbie and Minwoo have that possibility. Yeah. Um, and Scotty's just, I don't know, Scotty, Scotty. He's playing good golf at the moment, Adam Scott. He just plays good golf and that's it. Yeah. No, he's, he's just he's, he's not threatening anything, which is a I don't know. I think he I've run out of Adam Scott care tickets or something. No, I just don't right. care. Um, two other Aussies that did well, we should mention Scrivener T53 and Brad Kennedy T53 as well. Um, Brad had even in the last round, but that, that's great results. They are, that, that's a really good week. Really good, really good um, effort to get there and do that. Now I'm going to flick right down the bottom and discuss a couple of people. The first one I'm going to talk about is the one that we probably should have talked about near the top, and that's Tiger. Did you get to watch? Um, any of Friday night our time because I I luckily got to catch him um, post football at about midnight one a.m. Uh, I think I, I watched I watched the last. Actually, I was posting the Discord channel. I, yep. I watched the last four holes. Yep. Oh yeah, you did. You did. You did. Yeah, it was probably um, it was great to be home to watch watch him finish. Um, there's not many times that you you're sitting there watching golf, knowing even if he doesn't, even if he does play the Open Championship a game, and even if it is at St Andrews or it isn't, watching him walk the last probably two holes, definitely 18, um, and knowing while you're watching that it's something that you'll talk about for a long time was was really special. Um, the timing of Rory walking up one and giving him the tip of the cap was well, just was Rory and JT. Yeah, uncanny to watch, to watching that happen, um, and to watch Tiger getting emotional made me get emotional, um, and literally Mrs. Magic Mike um, got up to grab a glass of water, and it wasn't whatever it was, you know, twelve thirty at night, 
And she's like, oh, what's happening? And I said, oh, Tiger's, Tiger's in tears. He's finishing. He's not going to make the cut. And this might be like, and she, she stopped. She'd been in bed for three hours. She stopped, walked over to the TV to have a look. So she understood. And this is something that's pretty, pretty special. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and I, I thought he was, I reckon if he stopped to wave Tippy's cap, I reckon, I reckon he didn't it. do it because he would have, yeah, he would have fell apart. Because you could yeah. tell, as he was coming over, you could t- you could tell he was he was he was trying to hold on because he didn't want to show kind of that emotion. Yeah, and then got to give kudos to to Max. I was about to say you got to you got to recant the the Max stories because the Max stories were on the No Laying Up podcast the post day were exceptional. I, I don't know if I'll about it. I'll do it any any justice, but people you know, can listen if they want to. But give them yeah. the rundown, yeah. So, so first of all, I've seen Max playing with basically his idol for two days. I think so for him, even though Max missed the cut, uh, he, I think he's probably taken the fact that he's got to play two days alongside his idol and watch him up close and personal for probably the last time he'll ever play at St. Andrews. Yeah. I, I think is one where he's gone. You, you can't buy that sort of life experience. And then obviously there's the whole nickname thing that was back and forth. Yeah. That's actually quite funny how he explains good. that. That was good. Um, but the thing is that you've got to give got to give Max credit for realizing that it's it's Tiger walking up the last. Mm. He talks about like he's he's in a he said it felt like he was in a movie. Yeah. And hanging back when he had, I think it was um it was Fitzy. He was playing Fitzy. Yeah, Fitzy was like walking a little too bit close. faster or something. He's going, hey, pull back. You're a little bit too close. You're going to get yeah. him the shot. Yeah. Actually, one of the no, uh, one of one of our listeners was is there, right? And he's in the grandstand and he's videoing it. And he's got the exact second where <laughs> where Max says to Fitzy. <laughs> You're too close. I'm like you've got to come back. I'll send it to you. I've, oh, I really? Honestly, I forwarded it to Max oh, Homey. I don't yes. know if he saw it or not, but it's hilarious. I'll find oh, it. Oh yes, you. yeah. Because like I think it was even um, to the caddies were going up the right hand side, and I think it was. Um, yeah, he's. I think he was saying, you know, what, well, you know, come on, let's keep walking. And he's like, no, I'm not having a. I'm not having any of this. Like I'm hanging right back because uh, it's it's. And that's an ultimate show of respect, right? It's like it's it's Tiger's show. Let him walk up there and see, you see Tiger, like I think he sort of kind of turned around a little bit and saw that they're hanging back, right? So it was almost like yeah. He's then it's the reality that these players know the enormity of the moment. Yeah. Tiger's like has to come to grips with you're coming up eighteen, buddy. Yep. You'll probably never play here again in a tournament, and you know the 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 you've got colleagues showing you ultimate respect. Well, the, um, Joe, Joe, the carver told him like, go. And oh yeah. Hurry up. Like, no, and that's, yeah, no, no I'm not chance. having a bar of it. <laughs> no, I'm not moving, mate. <laughs> um, it's, it's Mike Lit, Litwin, Mike Litwin, who's in it. He lives in Edinburgh. Um, and he caught up with Ross while they're over there. So he's a listener, but he put up some great videos on Instagram. That's down oh, now because it's a story. Super. But I, but I, I actually didn't message him and tell him. But I sent it to the No Laying Up Boys and and Max post because um, it's, it's the perfect second because you can see Max walking like Max, like his hands in his pockets, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a statue, sort of yeah. walking slowly. 
and Tiger's going over the bridge and Fitzy's probably five feet short of the bridge and Fitzy stops and looks back and you just see Max like do these ones like you've got to, you've got to slow down mate <laughs> you're gonna be in the photo and then he sort of comes back it was just the perfect description of what of what Max had talked about on the podcast it was very very funny well because Fitzy's a natural fast walker I'd be off that's a thing because it's, it's and it's no disrespect to Tiger. I mean, these guys are in their own game. They're in their the own, Open yeah. Championship. He's had enough pressure on him being, you know, being yeah. uh, from that part of the world and being the um, US Open champion. Like, yeah, it, you wouldn't even be thinking. Um, but yeah, it was really, really, really well described by Max. So I, I don't, it must be the must be the round two post game post overview. Yeah. So right at the start, listen, pretty much right yeah. at the start for thirty. And, minutes. and I'd say, do yourself a favor, watch it on YouTube. If you, yes. if you, if it's the best one, because you can see Max describing it and it's quite funny. Yes. Yeah. It's really good. And there's a shame about my man, but you know, he got, to, was. got to play 36 with his, with his idol. So it was awesome. well to give us a rundown on Max. Just had a terrible week. Didn't drive it well. Didn't everything just, I, I thought he was, I thought he was trending yep. and everything was, was building towards it. Yep. And it's like whatever his game was, it kind of left him. And and I I actually and maybe playing with Tiger was the worst thing for him. Yeah. I don't I think I think it's it was the best and the worst thing for him. Yeah. Best life experience? Hundred percent. Not <laughs> worst thing for trying to win a tournament. Exactly. Um he just had a, a week where he just did nothing great. And 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 the numbers the numbers are bang on, right? He's missed the cut by a shot. Um, he's been pretty much flat putting versus the field, flat around the or a little bit down around the green, flat on approach, um, slightly up in strokes gain off the tee. Lost half a shot. That's it. Just very, very yeah. The, the, the even stru- week. off the tee and and approach was where I thought he would he would really shine this week. Yep. Yep. Um, didn't work, but no, it, it's no uh, not not going to be anything that he won't um cherish for a long time. Yeah, but yeah, I think he's he'll um yeah he'll be back and he'll certainly be winning tournaments again soon. Yeah, um, they're the main ones. Did you have any other players you want to talk about, or should I go through the people that actually knew what they were talking about and and um picked it picked um in tipping this week picked well. Well, before we get to the tipping, yes, can we talk about a certain bit of input? That that I feel like I need to. Oh yeah, you know, I need to have input. I, I had some input, and I feel from I the feel podcast. Good about it too. People would have known from the podcast. We said we were doing it. We just didn't share it with anyone else. <laughs> so tell them, tell the people. The, the Rocket Lake. The, ro- the, ro- exactly the Rocket. The Rocket Lake. That's what I called it too. The file. <laughs> the Rocket Lake. <laughs> so, St Andrews Greens, very big. It was two stats, three putt avoidance, and. Putts inside, made ten inside feet. 10 feet. Yeah. Couldn't find the end result for the 10 feet one. But when the uh, data was added to Mike's you know, master file and, and we, we converted it into the Rocket Lake, that popped Cam Smith into that 15. I think he came in at about 14 on the Rocket I Lake. Did. Yeah, I'm going to open so it up. So as soon as he came into uh, the, that, that inside that magic number, well, well, he jumped up I and roared. jumped on him. Roy went backwards, didn't he? Yes. So, so I, I, I went really deep on I went deep on Rory right from the start. Yeah. But then 
as soon as we added the three putt avoidance and inside 10 feet and cam went from somewhere in the twenties into you know, 11. There we go. I That's went, oh, I'm going to have to go out on the, on the mullet. That's it. He went to number 11. Uh, Rory dropped down. Rory went to number 20. And where was Cam Young? Because Cam Young was, was number 14 or 15. Yep. So then, yeah, the, the end stats for the week, the, the only ones that they were able to, to pull from the open, uh, T first for three-part avoidance, C Smith, uh, yep. T3 for three-part avoidance, uh, McElroy. And, you know, if you go through the leaderboard, most yep. of the people that were in that, that top sort of 10 mark, they were in the, that three-putt avoidance. And I actually reckon without the stats, the, the, the putts inside 10 feet, is mm. that's, that's Cam's forte. That right? was the key. End of the day, that was the key, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, so, he, yeah. was, um, he was very, very, very good. So yeah, that was so, good. So you you won uh, you won some money, and someone else in the Discord said they won a Minwoo. That was good. Yeah, I know. I got to find that person too. Yeah. So yeah, I did, I, I did all right. I've had a bad couple of weeks. <laughs> it's all part of it. Don't worry about that. That's it. You just got to ride the waves. That's it. Got to ride the waves. It's all. Yeah, the tips. It's all fun. So how did the tipsters go? Because I know I sucked. Well, it, you know, it's um. I'm trying to figure out who it was that won that money. I've got to find the names. Um, the tipsters did. The tipsters did pretty well. They did better than I thought. I'm actually surprised that people still had Rory and um, and Cam Smith and and these guys available still because I did not. I didn't. No, I didn't have either of those left, so I didn't feel too bad. It was AB2388. I don't know who AB is, though. I don't know his name, too. If you're listening this week, good job, AB. Well done. Um, because not only did he, not only did he pick um, Cam Smith to win some shekels, he also was one of the two people that picked him in in the one and done. So oh. he gets two and a half million, and the other one was Lotes, my mate Jared, up in uh, Sydney. So he he was Jared was quite comfortable that because I hadn't done well done Jared by. Tuesday morning, I got a message last night for him telling me how good his pick was. So that was good. <laughs> um, Roe Adams, Michael Lloyd, and Ed Hodger a little bit flat because they had Rory. Yep. Um, and we will go very quickly through the other tournament in a minute, but the only person that did any good there was David B. David B had Alex Noren who finished second. Good pick up, David B, because I tell you what, I was not picking Alex Noren. Um, what does that mean for the overall? The overall, Michael Lloyd picking... Uh, Picking another good week is up to number one. Ross said he's doing his homework, Michael, and he's and he's and he's shown to prove it. So he's up 500k on second. So nomadic golfer down to second is at 11.1. Leader Michael Lloyd at 11.675. Doctor up to 10.376 and third place marketing. Look out, just disgusting. Um, fourth place three putt or die 10.10.4 we'll call it, and no three putts 9.7. Um, you and I have some work to do. I'm six, but I'm nowhere near catching those guys. Uh, you are in 17th, 6.5, we'll call it. And Roscoe is in 24th, 5.7. So still still work left. Um, 3M this week. Not quite the 2.3 million um, first prize that Cam got this week. Oh, I've got to figure out who won our majors event. I haven't done that yet. I'll, I'll figure that out. 
and I'll make sure to post it very soon. Apologies, I'd forgotten all about that. But I've got a funny feeling Michael Lloyd might be right up there. So we'll find out. We've got do have a prize for that. Um so that was that was the open. I'll quickly run through the Barracuda. So I can guarantee you didn't watch any Barracuda. No. Um the Stableford event. Uh, I'll very give it a quick run there because most mornings I did, did watch a few hours um, and then we can have a talk about some general news. Uh, Shares Reeve won, which made, um, I know we talked about no lying up a fair bit this episode, but um, yeah, Icarito was very, very happy because he's been calling it Shares, Shares Fest. Um, it was two weeks ago he had Shares Fest where he put all of his shekels on Shares Reeve and he's gone and won this week, which is great. So uh, he won or, in the- Or as Andy uh, Johnson would call him, Shea Ravey. Shea Ravey. <laughs> That's we quite easily called that. Um, yeah, he was unbelievable in round two. Um, so it's roughly two two points is equal to a birdie. He's gone and shot 19 points in round two. So um, as you can imagine, that's nine, 10 under off the sticks. That's very, very, very good golf. Um, Alex Noren, right. 42 points, one point behind. Really good final round. Marty Laird finished third. So Roscoe's boy there, quite, quite high up there. The guys that we sort of like this week, Mark Hubbard, Cam Davis, Mav McNeely all finished and, and Nick Hardy all finished T13 or better. So all four of the picks were right up the pointy end, but just couldn't get it done. Um, Austin Smotherman as well was um, was up there in T8. Uh, sorry, eight. And Cam Davis, sorry, was six as well. So there's a lot of names that we didn't mind there. Harry Higgs was in 11. Sean Crocker, American over from the European tour. It was a funny event. Um, the course was the course was playing to. I thought they would have set it up a little bit. I'll say a little bit easier. Um, I mean, they finished probably twenty under, fifth, uh, which is which is very very good scoring. But I expected it to be Eagles, you know, coming out of the ears and things like that. The rough was very, very hearty rough. So if people were getting offline. Um, it was one of those courses where it was going to gobble up the ball a little bit and make it a bit hard to get up and down. But look, it was an okay tournament. There was nobody there. It's one of those tournaments that you can just see disappearing in the next 12 months yeah. um, when they figure out what the new schedule looks like. And it will be interesting because when you take out all the bad tournaments um, and you put up a good tweet today or tonight, rocket around the majors and how many days there are in between or weeks in between, when you take out all the poor tournaments and then you've only got good tournaments left, it makes it tricky because the guys can't play every one of the good tournaments. No. So I don't know how it's going to work. It's going to be um, well, well, so hell for leather. You know, because if you, if you wind it back from, you know, the, you know as I said, it's like you've got a 16-week 16, 16 window where you play the four biggest events. Yep. And, and so there's not a lot of time between each of them. And even when the PGA was in its other spot, yep. there was a big gap between... Um, Masters in the US Open, but then it was US Open into you know the Open and then into the PGA. So it was still the same same sort of thing, but the thing is, though, the first part of the season you'd have a lot of stuff in Florida and you'd have some big events. These players, um, it's like LA Open through to the Masters was a big sort of block. Then it's almost yeah. like this May period, mate end of April, May, June. So there's like eight week period where they fill all these other events and then you go another block of the majors. But then moving the PGA into May, it's just. Yeah. yeah. I don't know whether that's going to be the future. Um, it wouldn't shock me to see them move that around again. I think, I think the PGA works well there, um, but I don't know how else they make, they, they move things around to open it up a little bit, but we kind of like have your, your, 
your West Coast swing, which makes sense because that's when it's the the poorer weather months. So they need to be in the part of the world yep. where there's a bit of sun. Yeah. And they sort of go down towards Florida and Texas, and then they yep. kind of go everywhere else, and they go back to Texas, and then it gets a bit sketchy. And I and I understand that because they've got to make sure they're in the right places, and they've got tournaments that need to be in certain times of the year and things. But I don't know. I think that there's going to need to be something whereby maybe it is that they they throw these poor tournaments in certain times of the year to give the better players a a chop out, and so you don't have to play these ones. Like simple as that. But they're gonna they're gonna be taking a massive hit from a sponsorship point of view because if you're we'll go with Dell Computers again, um, Patrick Cantlay's major sponsor, why would you be tipping money into the Barracuda? Like what what on earth are you getting out of that? Uh, there's just no. Oh, and the other thing as well, the TV rights, right? So it's it's a it's a balancing yeah. act with the TV rights deal. Yeah. They're probably already committed to a certain number of events for the next nine years, right? So here's the other thing: the PGA Tour, they're they're potentially hamstrung. Yeah. They, they may actually have to renegotiate their TV rights deal if they need to turn it on its head. I got it. Is it just is it just starting or just finishing? I can't remember. Just starting. Just starting. Nine years. Yeah. Um. Well, that's a good lead into the next um piece of conversation. I don't know where to start with this, to be honest. Um. But I'll, I'll tell you. I should, I'll tell you two. I'll tell you the first story. The first story is a mate of mine who I won't name him. Um, he's on holidays in the UK at the moment. Lucky bugger. And uh, he's sitting on a beach somewhere and starts chatting away to some boys that he knows and gets a message saying that Cam Smith, Adam Scott and Mark Leishman are all moving to live uh, and it'll be announced on this week. And I said, oh, I don't know about that. Cam, this is you know halfway through the open. Don't know about that. Don't think Cam would go. Scott wouldn't surprise me. Not sure about Leash. Probably would have heard by now. Um, but yeah, who knows? There's a lot of money going around. And then I was talking to someone else completely separate three days later who's a listener to the pub. And I mentioned it. And he, he said, I heard the exact same thing from someone completely different um, yesterday. Like, And my mate's in London. So wherever he's in Spain. There, there was no connection. So it wasn't like there was someone told someone told someone. It was like, these aren't, this is not not right. That's when I sort of put it in the uh, in our in our Discord chat or in the in the WhatsApp group, or whatever. And then about two days later, now everyone's talking about it and they've asked him about it. Um, so it feels like it's probably going to happen now. Whether it happens tomorrow, our time, um, or in tonight, could happen tonight. We're recording on a Tuesday night, or if it happens after the President's Cup, which is the other theory, because the boys want to play President's Cup. We'll start with those ones first. Rocket thoughts. <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't know what to think anymore yeah i don't i don't think cam gave any I, look it's funny i've told, told this, some of these stories before in the last couple of weeks my mum doesn't know anything about golf but for some reason my mum loves cam smith and she was very happy that the boy with the mullet won the golf um and she was very angry at the reporter today who told me, who asked him about that Saudi golf tournament because it was his special time. And I said, yep, you're probably right. But that was also probably a scripted answer from him because he's already going to go. So he gave me no faith that he's not going when he answered the question that way. As it is, it's not always what you say. It's sometimes it's what 
you don't say that is yeah. the thing that people need to pay attention to. And he, yeah. there's a lot that he didn't say. Yeah. And none of it was, oh, I'm not really interested in that or, you know, blah, 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 blah. It was I won, I won as the soon Open. as he said, I let my people deal with that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I've heard this one before. Yep. Yeah, I agree. So they're, they're the three Aussies. Um, it does time with the theory that there'll be an Aussie team. Um, so you'd think Jed and a few other the peripheral oh, Aussie Wade. guys will get will get bumped. Wade will probably stay in. Maybe yeah. Wade, Scotty, Leash, and uh, Cam. And then um, the other one is Matty Jones. So those boys will probably figure out who the four are each week. And then when one's out, maybe you get to sub in for that yep. fourth spot. Feels like what it, what what it's going to be, um, which will be interesting. The other one is um, Hideki. So big, big, big talk that Hideki's going and the number is huge, like Rory money huge. Oh, it would be because if you get him, you yeah. get all of Japan. Well, that's a thing. I don't know whether I read it on Twitter, but um, oh, I can see Think about the golf. eyeballs that you would get. Yeah. It might, it might even have been no laying up. So I apologize. I'm not trying to rehash their, their podcast by any stretch, but I consume a lot of golf. So I either read it or someone said it on that podcast, but effectively that, that Strixon was putting in some coin and they were going to be basically part owner of a team and take a share of winnings or whatever it was. But the money that was talked about was 350, 400 million US for, for the decade to go. So that's, that's a lot of money. Um, Patrick Cantlay. Mr. Dell Laptops. Um, yeah, he's probably gone. Probably gone. His uh, answer a couple of weeks ago was terrible. It was. He's probably gone. Big Vic, Hovland. Don't know. Don't know about Vic. Don't know. About, I, I think Berger's gone. Yeah. Uh, I think he's injured, definitely. I thought I wasn't sure about the, Xander. the, uh, the injury. Xander, Xander's been talked about for a long time. Yeah, I, I'm not feeling Xander. Um, not to say that, not to say that he won't, but he, I'm not feeling him. Um, I think I'd see a, a Neiman go before those guys, but you know, never say never. Um, the one that's the one that's probably gone that doesn't really make any difference to the world of golf outside of a um, Ryder Cup captaincy is Stenson. Um, is Stenson. It's a weird choice. The only thing I could think of is if they're planning on having some sort of just if whatever if if they've if they've paid Stenson enough for him to make that decision, yeah. that is purely just ultimate spite. F you. Yeah, that's it's like oh, you ride a cup captain. We're going to pay him enough money so he comes this way. Yeah, basically F you. That's that's what I was thinking. Um, or maybe. Just maybe they're going to have a team of senior citizens. Maybe they're going to have four older elder statesmen. Maybe um, they'll have a team where those guys that play. Because, I mean, realistically, that's what it looked like for a long time. It looked like it was going to be some okay players, not the top of the tops. And, and you know, Fleetwood, I think, isn't Fleetwood another one? Fleetwood's definitely one that they've been talking about as well. So, um, yeah, again, not probably been flying but not playing poorly um at the top of his game it's just um just weird and and uh, as we know a lot of we talked about before this i play in a social group the, the gmga got great men's golf association um 
and the the Twitter uh, the the WhatsApp group was flying last night because half the boys are I don't understand why he wouldn't go, and I just want to see a tournament in Australia and yeah stick it up and Greg and you know that sort of stuff <laughs> which is great like and I, I get it I do understand it I don't agree with it um but yeah it's it's there are a lot of people that very much are very very heavily upset about the politics and some of the boys and they were like we well, got to understand this is why it's bad and I kind of probably sit somewhere in the middle is is my honest answer yeah but um. God, it's really lighting a fire under it. And probably for me, the biggest thing that I'm concerned about now, whereas I wasn't probably concerned before, is let's just say half the guys we just mentioned go, right? Only half. You probably got 10 players in the top, out of the top 50 now that are playing there. Um, They don't, they're not going to be playing weekly on the PGA Tour. The PGA Tour guys aren't going to be playing with them. Um, I'm not going to be able to watch golf becomes more spread out for viewing. Um, if I've got a favorite player, let's say, let's just say Cam goes right, right now, all of Australia's in love with Cam. Does it follow to live? Do people go against him because he's gone? Some might, some people will be disappointed because they won't be able to see him because he's not, he's not going to play 20 times a year. He's not going to play president's cup. If he goes next week, he won't be able to play. Um, he'll be able to play in all the majors, assuming they don't change that. But if they do, I don't know. I, I the longer this goes on, the more I'm vibing. Something's gonna give, and they're gonna have to come together with the PGA, the PGA Tour, and then we're gonna have to come to some sort of agreement to play nice and play together. I just can't see how the future goes any other way. Don't know. It's no. not good. There's nothing good about it. Nothing no. outside of. Outside of the bank interest that these guys are getting, there's nothing good about it for anyone else. Agents and their caddies are making good money. Yeah, they yeah. really are. Um, do we want to talk any more about Liv? I don't really care about no. it. No. I've got a really good story, and then you can tell me a funny story if you like. Okay. I went to see my tra- tradie pulled up in my driveway. Um, I live in an apartment um, block, and tradie pulled up, and I manage everything through the apartments, all the bills that get paid and things, and Wandered out and said, uh, oh, you know, you're here to cut the tree down. Yeah. And he said, oh, I know that podcast. I love that. And I was and I was wearing my, my love of gold footy. And I was all excited for about half a second. Then he did this. And I was realized I was wearing my nose laying up hat. <laughs> and I was like, oh, <laughs> really got to get better. Bugger. <laughs> so, yeah, he wasn't talking about us. So that was good. That was that, That's about the funniest story I've got. Um, this week, outside of the fact that I'm I'm playing golf this week, so I'm taking um, we've got my GMGA Open Championship this Sunday at Moonal Links. Nice. And my boss has been yelling at me to take some time off, so I'm taking Thursday and Friday off, and I'm going to go and uh, stay on the beach and have a hit of golf. I'm catching up with Officer Carter. We're going to have a hit on Friday, um, and just have a hit. So if he's any if anyone is down there, I don't think Phil's down back at St Andrews at the minute, but. Um, if anyone is down that way and wants to have hit um, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, let me know. Giddy up. Yeah. $1,000 a hole, normal standard. <laughs> you got to give me eight shots. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, that's it. Rocket, what have you got? Nothing? Uh, this week, I get to pick up the, the trio. They're, they've got their own golf bags. Ooh. And um, oh, some, yes. some new irons. Um, the, they got their drivers yet? Uh, I've got the heads. Yep. 
tailor-made M1s. They're set up, fully set up tailor-made. Again, tailor-made, I'm, I'm a free agent. You know, <laughs> you can, you know, you know where I am. So, yeah, so they've got the tailor-made carry bags. Yep. And, um, yeah, the tailor-made driver heads have rocked up, so the M1. So we'll just get the, the shafts and, and grips for those. Yep. And the five woods, the, uh, I've got tailor-made, yeah, yeah. I've got the M, actually, no, I've got M1 five woods as well. Nice. Off eBay. Because they'll last them for ages. They're, they're, yeah. they're still starting. And um, I, I didn't like some of the, the kids' kids golf clubs and stuff like that. So I, I just went and bought adult stuff. Just bought the heads. We'll get them cut down. Yep. No, I um, love it. That's great. So and, and they haven't played for a few weeks. So they're really, really excited to get the gear. They're pumped, which is, makes me quite That's happy. That's exciting. That's really good. No, it's... um. No, it'll be good. They'll enjoy it. Good, good equipment too. They'll they'll be very happy. They'll look like little pros. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, yeah, it's it's just been an exciting little journey over the last three months watching watching them. I won't say they're falling in love yet, yep. but you can see the bug and you can see it yeah, growing and stuff like that. The bug. They're, they're like, yeah, it's good, it's good. That's it feels good. good. Oh, good. Um, quickly before we finish, uh, I should have said the three M is this week, so don't forget to put your tips in. Um, I'm going to read out the top 15 and that's all I'm going to give you because I don't really, um, I've only just done the data, but we're looking at, um, slightly longer hitters looking for a bit, a few more birdies and, um, yeah, all the other same sort of stats. A couple of names here that I'll surprise they're playing because I expect there to be a pretty lean field. Maybe uh, unless there's going to be some withdrawals, wouldn't surprise me if the top bloke definitely withdrew. Uh, Hideki is number one, Tony Finau, Mav McNeely, Sungjae Im. Emanuele is <laughs> last week. Um, Emiliano Grio, Davis Riley, Austin Smotherman comes up again. Cam Davis, Joseph Bramlett, Sahith Thigala, Nick Hardy, Tom Hoagie, Cam Champ, Brendan Steele, and Cameron the Triangle Tringali. I think the guys that I'm probably looking at just purely off that were the guys that we looked at last week. So Cam Davis, uh, Nick Hardy, obviously, and Mav McNeely. But the guys that have got the form, uh, sorry, the class are there. So Ian's probably not playing his best golf. Finau's playing pretty good golf. This could be a little sneaky, pinchy win for him. Hideki, I'm not sure he's playing that good either. Um, yeah, but Sahith could be one. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take Sahith this week. I'm not sure. He's playing good golf. He's, you know, he can make some birdies. He might be a man. Not sure. I'll post it all in. I'll post the um, screenshot of the... Uh, of the lake in, in the uh, Discord. So if you haven't joined Discord, please do. And you'll be able to see all this stuff posted. That's it for me, Rocket. You? Yeah, I think that's I think that's it for me. I, I, I don't know, it's been a long week. Um, yep. Dealing with a lot of live stuff. There you go, Mike. You can see the... Yeah. That's it. The box set. Bring it back up again. <laughs> box set. Yeah, that, and that's just the uh, iTunes one as well. Uh, awesome. Sound City, so that's the documentary that Dave Grohl did. For oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yep. Uh, he's my mate, Aaron Hendra. So um, he's... Plug. Uh, Give him a plug. Yeah, Aaron Hendra, if you just... There's one song just called um, One Man's War, um, which was um, written about a guy who's a former bikey drug dealer, uh, became a preacher. Actually, they made a movie on him, um, The Machine Gun Preacher. And Aaron's song was supposed to be the soundtrack, but the, 
the director of the movie is best friends with Chris Cornell. So Chris Cornell's song actually got to be the soundtrack song, um, which is a shame because Aaron actually um, went over there and spent a couple of weeks with um, uh, the guy that is the machine gun preacher um, in the Sudan where he's rescuing kids from um, some pretty, um, a lot of slavery and stuff like that. Mm. Um, and actually had a lot of kids singing in the choir. So Aaron Hendra, uh, One Man's War. Um, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so I've known him for a fair, fair number of years and uh, he made a, made some guest appearances on Real Housewives of uh, Dallas because his wife is a, a bit of a celeb. <laughs> Lord, that's how my wife would my wife would know who she is then because she loves that stuff. Yeah, so I think it's uh, first season, Real Housewives of Dallas, and just look for Tiffany Hendra. And that's uh, okay. That's his look. Wife. Yeah, so that's it for me. Good job. All right, I reckon we uh, we better play the music, and I think I've got it right this time, so it doesn't sound like I've done a dodgy recording. And again. We are leaderless, not rudderless. And hopefully the great man is able to post some things and doing some great work over there in Scotland and hopefully staying safe. And um, thanks everyone for listening. Make sure like, subscribe, please share. Um, join the Discord. Um, just join the Discord conversation and uh, we look forward to um, the next episode.